This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. Lord, we thank you for this hour to share the prophecy that will shatter every weaponry of hell that has come to deliver, shed light and darkness. We thank you, Lord God, from eternity past, you already knew. You are not a plan B kind of God, but you have an intention from eternity past. And you called it to order, and you called it forth, and it is so. In one word, amen. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done, what you are doing, and what you will do. But we need grace this hour that the Holy Spirit will reveal truth and that that truth will not be disregarded. It will not be rejected, but it will be accepted and used for the benefit of saving our souls and other souls that you will bless us to be in contact with. Even so, come Lord Jesus, the glory of God. Fill all the earth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We thank God for this season, this holiday season. And uh, we are yet not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Especially in this holiday season where we're not ashamed to say we wish you a Merry Christmas. And biblically, we wish you a Holy Christmas. There's a whole lot of riffraff going on out there, stealing the glory from Jesus. We barely hear Jesus spoken about. There was one religious group that has a lot of money. They spent it to put an ad on the radio. I thought I would hear news, traffic, all kind of other things, all kind of bad news and salacious news, whatever sensational news but they were talking about the light of jesus for this season so i thank god for that amen Amen. god is good amen hallelujah we thank god for psalm 119 and matthew 16 amen we're going to be in those choice verses of scripture as we are yet in our spiritual maturity series as this calendar year comes to a close, uh, I foresee God adding new dimensions to the spiritual maturity series. And um, he's going to, amen, go in some higher dimensions. But I pray that you have given heed to uh, the tutelage along the way. After almost two years, God has put us on a curricular journey and sometimes you may have to review it's good to review god has put it in me that at the onset of uh preaching as a pastor ordained so even before that i was making uh, teaching tapes and uh there's a witness in this room so we were engaged i made a couple of teaching tapes for her amen thank god so recording It's been in my blood and uh, as a pastor now making uh, sermon archives for a podcast. And you can 
download them online, past messages and such. God is moving me to go into uh, teaching in a YouTube channel. And um, this year coming, I'm going to get into that. Spiritual maturity should help us to have a vision for what God would have us to do as we are growing leaps and bounds in our local assembly. Let, amen, the evidence show of what sort God is making us to do, amen, and to think and to move and breathe and have our being. God's spirit doesn't just sit still, but he is ever moving and helping to help us progress in, amen, uh, the stature and favor with God and man. We're going to increase in wisdom and stature and favor, amen, spiritual maturity. Now, we're looking at a prophetic teaching of Matthew. We've gone through the last 12 minor prophets of the Old Testament, leading through that dark corridor of time into now the dawning of what would be the new era of a New Testament. And uh, we look at Psalm 119, verses 9 through 16. Uh, This psalm is written in parts. It is an acrostic and um, it has that format. It's going through the alphabet, the Hebraic alphabet. And uh, the second letter, Beth. So we see Psalm 119, 9 through 16 in the King James Version. Uh, Father God, we know that you're here to give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And we trust you to do it by your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. We look at this part called Beth. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? The answer's coming. By taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. O let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of my mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. This scripture has helped me as I was inspired by the Holy Spirit to write a song based on many parts of this scripture. Amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and light unto my path. I will hide in my heart that I might not what sin against thee. With my whole heart, I went to a different part of the psalm. I will I exalt thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Lead me to go in the path of thy word. Amen. This is what we want to do. This is how we want to live. Is Jesus the living word? Yes. Is he the one leading us? Yes, he is. Now look at Matthew, which is now helping us with the dawning of the new covenant. Matthew 16, verse 25. The words of Jesus. For whosoever will save his life will lose it. So you can't do it your own self. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. God is going to show us how we ought to 
find ourselves, um, there's a lost and found. I often tell my students that when they seemingly have lost their mind, that they ought to take a trip to the lost and found, because they certainly have lost their mind. Amen. <laughs> and then they look at me with that look, and then they try to straighten up for two minutes, and then I have to fuss again. My God, at least I had two minutes. Amen. But we want to be longer than that. God is trying to get our attention. And Jesus says, yes, I have come to save the lost. Amen. We want to be like uh, the prodigal son story. Uh, whoever was lost is now what? Found. They used to be blind, but now they can see. The light is going to shine and will enable us to see. We thank God. So we see a new hero coming on the scene that he will annihilate the effects of darkness. Thank God. And in Matthew through John, the Gospels, the good news, there was a lot of bad news all around. And the good news came. There's hope. The spirit will be heard and those who want to hear him they're going to give heed to him amen so god will come he will help us to love his word every jot and tittle as the hebraic uh writing goes he will not amen let one little dot be seemingly insignificant everything counts how god said it when he said it why he said it what he said it all matters. So let's look at this, this part of the corridor, as I have called the a Library of Grace. Um, we're taking a stop at Matthew. Um, this is a prophecy that will help us, enabling us to know that Jesus came for a certain reason. This is why he came. Jesus came to restore us. Amen. So this is what the prophecy of Matthew is helping us to note. This is the title I'm using. Jesus came to restore us. And what a timely word because God said he will regroup and recoup in our midst here in the local assembly. And he is trying to fashion us so that whatever has gone dormant will be made alive. He's trying to quicken us. I dare you to uh, uh, cast your net on the other side. I dare you to launch out into the what? Deep, led by God's spirit, that is. Amen. God does not want us going forth all willy-nilly. You know, throw caution to the wind and just do whatever. But, amen, we have to have our steps ordered by the Lord. The day you hear his voice, why don't you wait to hear it, though? Amen. Right. So the day that you hear it... <laughs> Harden not your heart and go forth. Don't say, no, don't bless me like that, Lord. I want to be blessed this other kind of way. I saw some things around town. God's going to be like, no, that's covetousness. That's covetousness. Don't do it. Amen. Here's what I am telling you to do. But, Lord, I'm going to be in a strange land. I'm going to be in obscurity. No one will say amen to me. No one will stand and clap for me. But God is saying, yay, this is the will of God for your life. Go forth and do it. We better obey what God has for us to do. Amen. For us to think about and to say. 
Matthew is basically letting us know that God wants to clean us up and replace the old contents of sin that have been innately stored with new and improved contents that only he can provide. In Matthew uh, 16, 25, we heard Jesus, amen. And he's saying that if we insist on preserving our way of life with all its wrong hungers and desires, what's going to happen? We will lose it eternally. And I want to, amen, just give you the uh, picture of cleaning house. Cleaning your house. We got to get rid of unnecessary clutter in our house. Amen. If you find it uh, necessary to step over to do like Olympic hurdles through the corridors of your house because you have piles stacked and you have to, amen, you know, hover and, and go over and you have to swivel your hip a little bit, amen, and go around things. It's time to, 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 to clean up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyhow. God is saying, look at your life the same way. There may be some piling up, some clutter. Thoughts that don't belong. Amen. Things we're used to saying, we don't need to say them. And we have a Rolodex and we have inventory of how to get back at folk. Oh, let's see. Let's go down the list here. Oh, I use that cuss. That'll be a good one. It's in the word, but they don't use it like that in the word. But we going forth with that word. And we got folks doing that. And I heard Sienna, we were talking this week. And she said online, she saw cussing saints. She said, wow, there's cussing saints. <laughs> folks saying the wrong stuff. The wrong stuff. If we meditate long enough on the wrong stuff, what's going to come out of our, out of our mouth? Exactly. That the, the, the meditation of my heart, right? Be, be right before God. The words of my mouth and the what? Meditation of my heart. Be what? Acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. That's saying a lot, Psalm 19, 14. Thank God. So yes, God is looking that we will not be too busy to clean up. That we will go through the corridors of our rooms, of our refrigerators, and all of these places. Fine mold, where it is, there's some stench somewhere in the back. It's coming from the back of the refrigerator. You got to go through the whole refrigerator. See, folks don't want to empty the whole thing out. Clean it up. Get a nice, warm, hot bucket or something and go wiping it. We need to do that. We take a bath, hopefully every day, if not every other day. Thank God. But the, 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 it comes a time when the refrigerator need a bath. Comes a time when your floor needs a bath. Even your bathtub needs a bath. Amen. You just ignoring the ring. The ring is there. You just ignore it. Like the ring is part of your family now. Like the ring is one of your uh, tax exemptions. My God, you better get rid of that thing. It don't belong there. When you bought it, when you first got it, it wasn't like that. Did you buy it out of Lowe's, out of Home Depot that way? Thank God. Oh, I want the tub with a ring in it. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, it'll have a it'll have a discount. My God, I want the used one. Yeah, yeah. Everybody tailed in that. Just just bring that to my house. I don't think you want that. No, 
We got to start looking at sin and stuff that don't belong in my in our heart and our mind that right. way. That's yeah. right. We start putting little cute dresses on sin, perfuming it, amen. Oh, fixing its hair, taking it to the beauty parlor, <laughs> making sin look pretty, amen. We just want sin to act like it belonged there. Right, right, That's why the devil is comfortable coming to some churches. Right, right, He's just sitting all up there, he got a good seat. And he ain't moving, he's going to stay right there. And we, we don't want the Holy Ghost for real the way we are saying you know, there's people crying and all at the altar saying, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus said, when they really call me for real, then I'm going to answer. Exactly. He's standing there waiting. They're going to call me for real in a minute. You know, sometimes it's a uh, calling that's really a peer pressure calling. It, it's a subcultural kind of status quo kind of calling. But Jesus is looking for that special call. The, the, the crowd is pressing. There's somebody that know how to really touch and call him. Then he's going to say, who called me? Who touched me? Many people are calling you. Many people are saying, Lord, Lord. But not everybody is really grabbing his ear. And the ear comes as it's attached to the heart and soul of the Lord. Uh, the counsel of the righteous. And God will bend his ear there. Amen. Not everybody calling them is really calling them to really want him to do some changes. Because God is about fixing things. Jesus came to what? Restore us. Not to play hopscotch, hide and go seek, tug of war, and all these games. We like playing with him. Jesus said, ain't about no tiddlywinks. The devil is trying to kill you, steal, kill, and destroy you. My God, put the slinky down. Come on now. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Anyhow, Amen. God wants us to give up some stuff, throw away our old sinful contents of the mind and emotions, ridding ourselves of, uh, of all wrong hungers and desires that are against God. Then God's going to give us some specifications on how to be restored. You know, there are certain hungers in the world that prevail Hungers of lust, hungers of power, yes. hungers of money and fame. Uh, those seem to be very inviting. Amen. And they break the monotony of a day-to-day -day lifestyle, mundane of just paying bills and, you know, doing what we do. And then we want a little fun in our life. And some of us have the, the broke kind of fun. Rich people have the rich people kind of fun. They can hold hop on different continents. But you're looking at your next door neighbor, but they go around all continents. My God, that, that's really a universe tale. I heard somebody call a universal tale, but this is a universe tale. They go all around. Just They got money. They could do it real high. My God, like King Solomon did. He knew how to party. He had enough money to do it. He would bring, he would import sin. Well, I heard they did this and that in another country. Bring the ships. Bring them on in. And let's really have a party. He figured out how to do it. And uh, this is how the devil would have us to think. Once we get a little taste, now he's going to lead us with that little taste. It's, it's going to become a big taste. And before long, you got all this clutter in your spirit, clutter in your mind, clutter just like in the house. Used to be one little spiderweb. Then there's like 18 all of a sudden. A couple of days later. You wonder how long spiderwebs got all up in there. Thank God. I, I dare you not to clean any spiderwebs. And, and guess what? You won't be able, be able to holler get in your room. My God. Spiders will take over. 
germs take over that way. You get used to halitosis because you smell your breath. It, it, it gets stink a little slow. It takes time to, to, to rev up. Amen. So when it's real stink, you don't even know it. But everybody else do because they're they not living in your mouth. Amen. you used to it. Amen. You're used to the threshold. Then you got to have a real stinkness to know, boy, my breath is kicking. My God. Uh, see, the devil gets us used to sin. It creeps on us slowly. Slowly, slowly, slowly. And uh, we are deep in it and we don't even know it. We need the Holy Ghost to give a revelation yeah. of who we really are. Mm -hmm. We need to see ourselves as God sees us. Because yes. he's trying to stick to save and restore us. I would want God's compassionate eye to look at me. And then his gracious mouth is going to give me words that should penetrate my heart and cause me to have a godly sorrow that leads what? To repentance. Mm -hmm. And the kind of repentance that is, is we're going to turn from our wicked ways and begin a journey walking towards God to seek what? His face each and every day. Whatever you have for me, Lord, bring it on. Teach me. Help me. Let thy word, amen, judge me correctly. Purify me. Amen. This is how we ought to pray every day. Let's look at Matthew's name and why God placed him as a book bearing his name in the canonized scripture. Without a doubt, this is the experience of the chosen writer to have a newness of life. He was a tax collector named Levi, a Jewish name meaning joined. Better known to us by his Greek discipleship name, though, Matthew, which means gift of Jehovah. He was called by Christ to represent God's interest as opposed to his former Roman representation. He was extorting uh, money from his own Jewish people as he collected tax for their governing oppressor. He was like, the Jewish Uncle Tom, if you will. It is of no consequence that the Lord's grace uh, transformed Matthew's skill set uh, to bring prophetic fulfillment, bridging, because his name means joined, he's bridging the continuation of his testimonial memoirs, the Testaments, amen, and joining Greek and Jew to form a new creation. God said, ah, it's going to be a new creation. And that new creation is Jesus's church. Not a building, it's people. Amen. So this book, Matthew, uh, this book was written to encourage the early church at Antioch, where Jew and Gentile were joined as one. See, his name is being used. God said, yes, there's a lot in a name. Amen. It's like a calling. It's like a yay, an anointing. So after joining the disciples of Jesus, not much later, Matthew had a large feast at his house with the presence of his former tax collecting colleagues, as well as his new affiliates of the faith. Uh, Jesus was rebuked by the Pharisees and their scribes for how he apparently tolerated what they thought to be a faulty fellowship. Jesus graciously um, defended the purpose of his kingdom when they vehemently rebuked him. 
in that manner. You know, it's not just about gathering for uh, physical food, but for every word that proceeds from where? The mouth of God. God wants to uh, sanctify our nutrient needs. However, we must adhere to that revealed truth uh, that has been given to us in the Bible, which I call the library of grace, my God. Anyone taking on God's name, his people call what by his name, amen? Do you bear the name of God? And if you do, are you bringing a reproach upon it? Or are you helping it to be glorified in all the earth, my God? What is your testimony, amen? So anyone taking on God's name must be directed by him since he is the creator of all that is good and perfect. Uh, you know, Adam's uh, misdirected steps caused every one of us now after him to need regeneration by God's gracious power. We, we became spiritually dead. See, they didn't die automatically spiritually, which the devil, you know, tried to use as a means to uh, put some credence on his lie. You shall not die. Yeah, they didn't die immediately, but sin came in and now caused them to be uh, candidates of a countdown towards physical death. And they did die immediately in a spiritual sense. They could feel that God wasn't with them. My God, they began to have this strange uh, way that uh, didn't seem uh, like they were in fellowship anymore, right? And they began to know that they were naked. See, sin now gives you a certain kind of education. It is not a holy education. It's physically based. First, they were all about the spiritual part. Where is God? They're talking to him and everything. But now, look at that. They're worried about the outside of their body more so. Oh, I'm naked all of a sudden. You know, that's more important than the inside. My God. But God sent his word to accomplish a redemptive work that will help us to be regenerated by the gracious power of God. It's revealed in his word. You know what? His word, because he is the word, his word cannot fail, can it? Nope. Never. It will not tell a lie. Mm -hmm. And you know it can't die. It's still the bestseller. Amen. Of all books written. Amen. Look at God. And people are a little nervous. I wonder if it's still going to be the bestseller. It always will be. Amen. God will always accomplish what he has set out to do. And he will not return with it undone and unfinished. He will not return void. My God. In uh, this uh, choice verse of scripture, we find that God the Father is letting us know that his son's mission is to change our life. To bring us into his, if you will, realm of agape by forgiving our self-worshipping rebellion that keeps us falling short of his way of relating. And by empowering us to bring his kingdom of love, that's what the realm of agape is, a kingdom of love near to others by the radically changed way he enables us to relate that's that personal evangelism. Amen. Jesus never intends to keep us visibly good and pleasantly happy until heaven 
Uh, he came to reveal the Father's nature for our sake and to exchange our dead nature for his eternal nature. It's about holiness and not just plain old ordinary earthly what? Happiness. Amen. And since this world has accepted the perverted, deceitful ways of Satan, selfishness incorporated, I call it, God sent his son, Jesus, as Lord of all to conquer Satan with an almighty and holy takeover, if you will, to destroy the devil's wicked works forever. Amen. Jesus came to build a community of people who, uh, though their souls may feel empty from time to time, are going to be filled with God's spirit as they are seeking God. He will diligently give unto them if they are diligently seeking after him. Amen. He's going to be a reward of them who what? diligently seek him. And you're going to be filled with his spirit. These are the people who have a lifestyle that's all about giving from uh, trusted fullness rather than grasping for demanded fullness. They are God's people and he is their God. They are his son's church, his bride and body. And the power of hell cannot destroy them. Amen. So we need to stay on the winning side. We need to stay in the ark of safety. Amen. Um, we are supposed to be God's army. Jesus is Yehovah Sabaoth. He's the, uh, the Lord of all hosts. Amen. All heaven's armies, in other words. And um, God is raising us up and equipping us to represent him and God the Father. To advance the purposes of heaven in this world. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. His purpose is eternal, not just finite like we have in this earth. And it's good news, not just bad news like we hear all the time. It's the gospel of God, the good news, amen. Because it reveals the eternal promise of an eternal kingdom. Think about this. The center of the good news is that we can know God's son and by God's spirit enter into the relationship he and his son enjoy. That news has the power to transform us from grasping for life for our own sake, to losing our life for God's sake. Anytime with prioritized energy, we do anything designed to fill our emptiness or to protect ourselves from uh, more rejection. We are serving the wrong kingdom. Yeah. But we can choose to be empowered to serve God's kingdom, to relate as the Godhead relates within the Trinity. That's the holy fellowship. That's the eternal fellowship we can all enjoy uh, in measure now. And will fully enjoy, however, uh, in the, the uh, joy of the Lord, which is heaven. When he says, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Well done, thy good and faithful servant, right? So we will fully enjoy it then, forever, when God's son returns and heaven's kingdom fills the earth. See, that's the good news. Amen. As a means of prophetic flashback, though, in the Old Testament, the most crucial piece of the tabernacle furniture, the Ark of the Covenants, guess who it represented? It represented Christ, the Lord himself. 
He is the word who has the holy character that is all inclusive of what we need to be saved from our innate insufficiencies. As we take a closer look prophetically, though, let's look at him in a more microscopic look. We notice that this God man is pictured in the acacia wood. Remember that wood mentioned in the Old Testament, which is a type of his humanity and the gold as his deity. They brought uh, with them in the New Testament gold, frankincense and myrrh. Remember that? These were parts of his character. So we're looking at the gold part from the tabernacle. Uh, so the acacia wood and the gold were unmixed, yet were fully united. In other words, what's Matthew's name? Joined to form what? One unit. Thank God. It was here that God met with Israel and where the atonement for their sin was made each year in Leviticus 16. See, all of that means something. Should we throw away the Old Testament? No, because it's part of what we are learning uh, from the Holy Ghost in the New Testament. If we don't get what the Old Testament is showing us in the foundation, we're not going to be able to build. Amen. All building is, is, is futile. But as Christ was obedient, so should we. He was, he was obedient unto God to the end. Amen. And we ought to be. We have to be empowered by God to accomplish his will. Jesus depended on the power of the Holy Spirit and so must we. He allowed the mechanics of holy actions to work for the good of all. And we have to do the same. Jesus uh, did not just hold on to good things that were necessary. He used them according to the will of his heavenly father. And so must we. Amen. Only then will we be the good stewards of God's faithfulness. Yeah. All souls can benefit from the eternal salvation of such a lifestyle. Like Christ, you can be the first partaker of such fruit, confirming the wholeness that will also save others. See, we prayed about that this morning, saving ourselves and then others being saved. Amen. Sometimes we're not saved from everything. And you know, sin will still stink up the place. I don't care if you clean every room except one inch of one room. That little one inch is going to stink up the whole thing. So we need to get rid of whatever that little thing is. My God. So what we have been talking about, think in contrast now. You might erroneously choose to partake in things that work against the development of holy fellowship as revealed by God. It is a way of life that contaminates character. It is the sad, sickening song of rebels. That was the life of uh, the Pharisees. They sung that song in their life. And the scribes at Matthew's house did the same thing. In case you don't know it, it's called what? Murmuring. Murmuring. God wants to revive us so that we don't murmur in 2024. Murmuring is devilish. It's a devilish meditation. We're going to meditate because God created us to meditate, but we can choose a wrong meditation. Murmuring is wrong. It's a devilish med meditation leading to all that is ungodly. It is the devil's gatekeeper that must never be allowed access to your heart and your mind. People murmur about everything. Family members, 
the government, their spouse, their kids, my God, next door neighbor, my God, people cutting them in the store line, <laughs> all kind of murmurings all around town. It causes great damage when it is allowed to grow and breed. A thought could come in your mind, but you got to rebuke it quickly in Jesus' name. Amen. You say, the blood of Jesus. No, I'm not going to think about slapping that girl upside her head. No. Amen. Perhaps we would not have needed the testimony types in the ark or God's grace to abound over the intrusive presence of sin if murmuring did not exist. Murmuring is a plague. And it's like, yes, COVID. My God. It'll catch you. It'll get you. Ah, uh, it exponentially breeds like germs. But the gracious and almighty hand of God can withstand such alluring tricks of the devil. God wants us to be clean and have in spiritual infection control, if you will. Hallelujah. Anyhow. Romans 5, 20 and 21 in the King James confirms that moreover, the law entered that the offense, sin, might abound to prove our guilt. But where sin abounded, or the proof of our guilt was found, grace did much more abound. See, God didn't just let us die. Uh, he gave a way out. But we could choose to die, you know. Uh, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto what? Eternal life by who though? Jesus Christ as what? The Lord. Amen. Like the murmurers in the wilderness, don't be caught on uh, the wrong side of the cross of Christ nope. that bridges us back to God the Father. Yeah. The grace of God gives us power to obey in our heart, choosing against sin. We got to choose against sin every day. And we are closing this. Think about this main thought. We have quite a journey ahead of us in 2024. Amen. But the Holy Spirit will be our prophetic educator sent by God, the Lord of all souls, who is Jesus, is seeking to revive wholesomeness as the holy domain of heaven would have it. I want the protocol of my mind, heart, body, and soul to be uh, like it is in heaven. Amen? We want God to rule and reign in our heart and mind. See, this message came to help us to review, to review and, and build expectation of what the complete word of God has in store for us. There are practical means to be experienced in our everyday life that will strengthen us spiritually as we daily seek after God in a diligent manner he will reward us with intimate revelation a lot of people walking around think they have intimate revelation but they don't they have been blocked they have been duped by the devil because they have dined on his damnable dainties that's why <laughs> my yep. God but if we are uh, faithful followers of Jesus Christ in other words disciples of the Lord's leadership following him only, then uh, we will be in compliance with the moral, social, spiritual, and, and spiritual specifications of his kingdom. There's a way God needs us to clean. My God, it has to be a deep cleaning. 
My school said they were doing a deep clean during COVID. Amen. But as you know, workers may not always equate what, amen, the policy might be as it is established. Somebody might try to, you know, uh, not do as much as required. So not all deep cleanings were deep. Amen. I know because people came in the building and got sick. Ah, oh, see, there's some germs still there. You touch a knob and touch your nose. There you go. My God. My God, I seen doorknobs not ever wiped, and I had to wipe mine. I said, no, these kids have been everywhere. Yeah, they, 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 their fingers are singing that song from Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man, I've been everywhere. And uh, then they touched the doorknob. I did not touch my face or uh, eyes or anything after I touched that doorknob. Sin will be the same way. I wish holiness could be contagious like that. You tell somebody they get holy. Amen. Amen. But no, we have to fight the good fight of faith. Thank God. We have to fight them germs away. Christ is the living word of God. And the word of God must be enjoyed daily. We must make a daily declaration. Amen. Daily uh, declaring that this is the day that the Lord has made. I will what? Rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah, especially if we are really seeking to be his true disciples. Amen. Nothing should hinder that process. Nothing. Or it will lead us to become idolatrous as they did in the ancient day. Becoming idolatrous because they took their eyes off the creator God and put it on his creation. Started worshiping creation instead of the creator. My God. The replacement of defiled, unnecessary ways of life with the fresh anointing of God will help us and others in contact with us as they are enlightened by his glory uh, glowing in our character. Amen. Thank God we're going to have, have that wherewithal in mind to replace that defiled stuff. Get rid of the demonic clutter. Amen. Replace it with the glory of God. God's going to amen, bring his light and it's going to shine in darkness. And guess what? Darkness can't comprehend it. It can't be in fellowship with light. There's going to be a shadow. Amen. So let's all be encouraged today in this holy season to stay and beyond this holy season to stay spiritually healthy. With the life-producing presence of the eternal Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of all. Amen. For he came, Jesus came, to restore us. Father God, we thank you for this word. I pray as the Holy Spirit is speaking to us, has been speaking to us throughout parts of the word, or even more so than maybe others, because you come in, a, in an effort to save us. From ourselves, a tailor-made salvation. You are our personal Savior. So come in, do a new thing. Shine a light from heaven if you find anything that shouldn't be. Oh God, I pray that you shine it so brightly that we will not, oh God, miss it. We will see what God is seeing and we will say, yea, Lord. I am a person of foul lips, a foul mentality. I am prone to sinning. Oh, God, here am I to bow down. Here am I to worship you, Father God. Renew, restore. Oh, God, cleanse, deliver, 
and then fill and then seal me in righteousness, I pray, as only you can. By your spirit, we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' matchless name, Jesus' mighty name. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. Oh, we thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We of the realm of Agape Christian Church pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website, www.roagape.org. We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you. Thank you.